0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Halo 7 podcast. Here we're going to talk um, about a week one recap, and then we're going to give you a little insight into week two. Uh, For those of you who were reading our blog last year, you're probably familiar with my good, bad, and meh that I did every week. This is going to replace that. Uh, It's going to be much more entertaining, I promise you. (laughs) So uh, let's get things going. I am here with Rick Sadras. Hey, it's me. Rahul Seti.
1: Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and Jeffrey Tan.
2: Hi, I'm the good of this podcast. The other two can claim bad and meh. Yeah, you're great. That's not true, though. We'll see. All right,
0: let's jump right into this. Let's talk about week one. Week one's obviously a short week. It's four games, but we saw a lot of the Angels the last four days against the A's. Uh, first first thoughts from you guys?
1: Rahul, you go first. They were bad. Um,
3: I would say... This lineup is abysmal without Justin Upton and Shohei Ohtani. Um, The offense is pitiful. Um, The bullpen has been surprisingly good. And starting pitching has been mixed. So I'll say that.
0: All right. All right. That's a good quick blurb.
1: All right. I guess we're done for the day. (laughs) We'll see you guys next time. (laughs) Uh, No, specifically... um especially about the starting pitching. I guess we can go. We want to do, go game by game.
0: Let's just do a quick recap, and then we're going to go over the players and pitchers.
1: Okay, so um, I guess in the, fir- in the first game that we had, we saw Trevor Cahill against whoever the A's were throwing out there. Mike Fires. And Cahill, he looked pretty solid um, for the most part, most of the game. He was throwing strikes, pounding the zone, kind of got some... Pitches that got away from him, but for the most part, I thought he was pretty solid. What do you guys think? Did Jeffrey yeah. die?
0: Let's, Jeffrey, Jeffrey? Jeffrey, are you alive? I guess if you have nothing positive yes. to say, Jeffrey is, doesn't anything.
2: Six. I am waiting for my moment of, moment of glory. Well, this, <laughs> just do just just a quick... Well, this is your moment, Jeffrey. Be good. I think that this week showed how bad we can be, but there's always hope. And I look forward to next week because we get Seattle and Texas, two teams we should dominate. So after the next week, we can reassess because who knows, maybe Oakland staff is the best in baseball and we're over over panicking. We'll see.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, that being said, we'll go into that uh, toward the end of the podcast when we talk about the preview for next week. Um, who was just disappointing this week? Let's talk about the bads first. We'll save the we'll save the goods for later.
2: I think Rick first wants to talk about Luke Roy's defense. He was terrible.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't stand watching him behind the plate. Yeah, I think we've been
2: spoiled the past few seasons with Maldi framing, and now it's like, wait, that pitch was actually out of the zone, and it's not being called. Or worse
1: yet, the pitches that are in the zone being called balls. Like, oh my god, even Ionetta wasn't this bad. I haven't seen enough to
2: make a judgment about his framing yet because I thought in the first game, he was fine. In the second game, I thought the zone was just small that entire game. So it's hard to come to a conclusion about his framing from game two, even though I know you had some issues with some of the pitches Harvey was throwing. And then... Yesterday I forgot what happened yesterday already. It's been a long long twenty four hours. But yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more of Luke Roy to see if it's just a one-off thing or if his framing actually is as bad as the metrics say they are. It
1: is. I agree completely. He okay. sucks. I'm sorry, Jeffrey. It's wait, right. wait, 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 wait. I wanna I wanna I wanna rag on a little more. Um so <laughs> He is, he is leading our bottom 10 defense, okay? He counteracts all the good that Simba does, all right? I don't care what anybody else has to say. Jonathan Lucroy is our problem, period. So... <laughs> <have> we... <laughs> Way to start. <laughs> Way to Wait, start. hold
0: on, hold on. We got, there were 11, 11 <laughs> position players. Last week, are you sure he's not bottom (laughs) eleven? He he is a he is a DH on
1: our team. Okay, if we if we did not have Otani, he is going to be our DH. He'll bat fourth for us. (laughs) He had a hit once.
0: (laughs) Okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. I I don't know if you guys saw this, but this is a depressing stat. Out of thirty teams, the Angels were number. That just tells
1: me we beat the Giants. Tigers we, have to be worse. You know, oh, hold Tigers. on. I
0: have a, I have a positive thing to say for that. Yes, The two teams that are <laughs> – the Tigers are worse, and so are the Indians, who should be pretty good this year.
2: So we're better than a good team.
0: Yeah, we're better than one good team.
2: And we're tied with another good team hey, in record, tied with the
1: Astros. Remember.
0: <laughs> That's true. Jeffrey, it's been four games, man.
1: <laughs> just that one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right.
0: What other, what other players were disappointing in the past week? Because there's, there's there was a bunch of them. Uh,
1: I think there are some other,
0: there
3: are other bottom
0: 11 players. that
3: You play. have to say Zach Cozart and Justin Bohr have
1: both been awful. Zach Cozart yes, is awful. my least favorite non-catcher. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, come on, even Tommy Lestella is hitting 143 and Zach Cozart's at 091. Justin Bour is still yet to get a hit.
2: Wait, that's...
1: But Les- but so does wait. But Lestella
2: only has the one yeah. hit, right? The
0: one that okay, should have not. Okay, so
1: caught. not including today,
0: Fletcher didn't play a lot. But Fletcher, Les- Fletcher, La and Cozart all have one hit.
1: Okay, but Fletcher at least looks good doing that one hit. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> and we won in the we won in the game that he got his one. Hit. Oh,
2: come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So
0: just- Justin Bohr, not only is he batting. 0.071 he struck out he led the team with five strikeouts and 14 at bats last week.
1: Oof. Oof. and that's only one fewer than trumbo would have had in that same time period <laughs> yeah
0: i mean when you strike out more than calhoun
3: to be
1: fair we are conditioned to it conditioned to failure i know from first base yes <laughs>
0: You guys you guys know who had a fifty percent strikeout rate? Right? He only Danny had
1: Espinoza Espinosa, Uh Borges, it's <laughs> Borges.
0: Yeah. He was 0 for 8 with four strikeouts. That's just Yikes.
2: terrible. Yeah, that was pretty bad. He was pulling off the ball um in his few starts, and I don't really know what happened. So okay, let's
0: go over some more of the bads because there's a lot more of them than <laughs> the goods for this past
2: week. Mike Trout
0: hasn't
1: had any home runs yet.
0: Wait. Don't go don't cover him yet we guess. <laughs>
1: I said no home runs
0: <laughs> we need something <laughs> so who who said poolhouse he he only had 182, 182
1: oh, is a top 5 performer on our team right now okay <laughs>
3: I was just thinking today it was like first and
1: second with no outs and
3: then Justin Bohr hit a ground ball double play and it totally reminded me of <laughs> <laughs> Pool
2: Poolhouse it's like one of those comments that I think I forgot one of the commenters makes it might be Patrick uh, that these the Angels try for the thing that hurts them the most. So if no one's on, they try for the strikeout. If there's runners on in less than two outs, they try to hit into a double play and succeed in <laughs> doing so.
0: They're really good at it.
2: How many double plays have Enough. we hit into? Oh god, six, right? I know two in the first two games.
0: I'm gonna
1: look that up real quick here. I'm gonna go with. Yeah, um, we we're number one. La 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 la. I can't <laughs> hear you. What is the what is the record for grounded into double plays in a season? For a I don't team? know.
0: I don't know. But we have. we we'll to look that up. We have six and four games, and we lead the majors with that. I have to know this. All right. Well, you look that up. Pujols actually was fifth best batting average on the team if you count guys with double digit at bats.
1: One seventy four. Oh, oh, we'll have okay. that by the All Star break. <laughs>
2: by the Boston Red Sox yeah. in 1990.
3: Wow. All right, yeah. let's do All it. All right,
0: Rick. There there's another player that didn't do so great <laughs> last is? week. Ket. Uh, yeah, who is it? <laughs> we'll let you cover this one.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh, <clears throat> that guy. That guy. Trade him. I think you're trade talking him. about him. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Should have sold. Well,
1: um, I gotta, like I said, I had to give him some credit in the postgame comments today, but like, I mean, he's, he's made some solid contact and some line drives. So, I mean, I'm less worried than I was last podcast. Um, I think his power's gone though. Like we talked about the other day. um, I think that he's not going to be hitting many home runs anymore. Not, not too many gappers. I think he's just going to be back to what he was in 2016 which kind of sucks because I mean that completely saps all of his trade value, which is exactly what I thought was going to happen. But that's better than nothing, right? Because because he's supposed
2: because Simba's supposed Simba to trade,
1: right? should have been traded. It's too late. Every single plate appearance <laughs> is another dollar lost. <laughs> Your new article should be "It's too late to trade." And my to new start. article, my new article is just going to be "It's too late." okay about everything okay (laughs) what's the picture gonna be it's gonna be a picture of me with a frowny face (laughs) that'll
0: that'll that'll do well (laughs) so (laughs) um other bad performances we have one pitcher really who kind of stood out as not having a great outing
1: who um let let me guess
0: yeah He only lost a 3.2 and he got, yeah, he started out strong, but
1: I mean, he started out actually pretty impressive. I mean, his first two innings or so were like, they were, they were impressive. And then all of a sudden he just completely collapsed. I don't know if they got crossed up or if he, or if just the loss of velocity got to him or what happened there, but he looked really good at first, even with the lower velocity.
0: Yep. He did. He was, yeah, he was probably the single pitcher that was in the bad category. Uh, Cahill Cahill had a, actually a six ERA, he gave up four Yeah, runs. but I don't two sixty one average again. So I, I would I would call that a meh. It was
1: meh, but I mean, like I said, he he was hitting his spots. He was he was doing exactly what he was supposed to be doing. I can't call that a loss. So you're saying that ceiling Trevor Cahill gives us no. a six ERA? No, I'm That's saying, what you're saying that the Ray. A's batters are actually pretty decent,
2: which they
0: are. Whoa. Well, except for their third,
1: yeah. That chat <laughs> mapman guy or whatever his name is—I I hate him. He's batting what, like two hundred? He's pretty good, though. Nah, nah. I—I'd I, actually keep Simmons over him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, this could—this could be an entire new podcast, okay? But let's—let's wow. uh, let's stick to this for now. <laughs> All
0: right, let, let's go to the goods. We kind of—I don't know. There's not. We we covered a few miss. We covered the bad. Uh, let's do offensive players. Good. There's not a lot to choose from. Surprisingly.
2: Hey Calhoun. Calhoun. <laughs> yes. He's back. Yeah. He's back. I, I'm going to win the bet. Which bet? The Fletcher versus
1: Calhoun on base percentage. Mm, Jessica's no. going to win the uh, Calhoun <laughs> over Upton. Yes. Bold prediction.
0: Yeah. If, for those of you that listened last time, I predicted that Calhoun would
1: uh, have more Plate appearances,
0: games this year than Upton. So. Well, that,
3: that looks that's, pretty <laughs> solid right now.
0: <laughs> I I just, I don't know. I just had a feeling then wasn't going to stay healthy. Honestly, that was really why I said
1: it. And then like the next day. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not my fault. It doesn't work
0: that way. <laughs> Can't blame me. Can't blame me. Angels fans, I'm sorry.
1: My my prediction was that Peter Borges would have more than Calhoun, and now I'm looking pretty stupid. But, but my other one, which we'll get to in a minute, is looking pretty good. <laughs> All right. So we
0: had, so Calhoun had the only home run. He only struck out twice. It's pretty only. good for him. Um, Goodwin, he only had seven at bats, but he had the third best batting average on the team. Yeah, even though he struck out three three times in seven at bats, he
1: had like two singles. Yeah, his
2: his singles weren't really hard hit, so <laughs> no. I think it's a case of small sample size and very you know, sour on Goodwin.
1: But hey, it was a good win. <laughs> <laughs> Which
2: one? The uh... one. The one win.
1: I suck. Nice. <laughs>
2: never never heard that one before.
0: I'm sure he's never heard it.
2: I actually haven't.
0: That's, that's, that's pretty much it.
3: Raul, that's pretty
2: game. sad. Raul lives a oh, sheltered well, life. Un- <laughs> Under a rock.
3: How many people are named Goodwin, guys?
0: We've, we've got yeah. one. We, who wants to cover the stats of the one one position player left? We haven't talked about that at a good week. Is it Mookie? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm invited you to the podcast
1: <laughs> trout had some walks he got hit he got a steal
0: yeah which puts him on pace to what steal 40 i could live with that <laughs> you know. yeah one stolen base in four games that's how that works he's gonna steal 40 and hit zero home runs
1: i'm really glad he stole the base there that actually shows the urgency that we need to see from him because he knew that we weren't gonna have a shot unless he got that in the scoring in the scoring position right then and there i know that Bohr sucked but um if he didn't Maybe we would have had a shot even with just a single. So it was the right move for sure. And he doesn't take take those opportunities very much anymore. So I'm really glad that he did there. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The only stolen base on the team last week.
3: And it was on a fastball, a Trinan fastball. That was like high 90s. And it was a really good throw and tag. So he definitely got a great read on that. So happy to see that for sure.
1: Yeah. And they... The A's don't have Lucroy behind the plate anymore, so it's not exactly <laughs> a sure thing. <laughs> uh... is... All right, never mind. Let's let's
0: leave that one alone for a minute. You, you said you said Boar a minute ago again about how he was now. Most of you guys were happy with the Boar signing.
1: Oh, yeah. I Are was very happy. happy, yeah, I, was very happy. Yes. Uh, I don't know about it yeah, anymore, but so I, I was. <laughs> he, he has, to, he has to get some walks first before I can actually say he's doing what I asked him to do. He's fine. Okay. Still pretty.
2: I'm still pretty happy. Um, I think he plays decent defense. Like it's not a, a hole over there. And I think his bat will
1: turn around and it starts with Felix tomorrow. Maybe he hang a couple of trout and boar and we'll see what happens. So I was texting Justin Bohr the other day and um, he gave me some really good insight <laughs> into his bat. And <laughs> <laughs> I've lost all my optimism on him now. <laughs> what did he tell you would you yeah what'd you he hear told it? me he just wasn't seeing the ball very well and also that like he has no idea what he's doing at the plate so i've, I've completely soured did he tell I,
3: I did actually, he tell you he needed LASIK? no
1: but i actually i actually blocked him after that so i, I won't get any more text from him
2: <laughs> oh okay you, you know, one of my friends was pointing it one of my friends uh, was kind of pointing out that he, he hits a little, his stance is a little like Josh Hamilton's, especially with the way he holds the bat and the little knee bends right before he hits.
0: Yeah. And Josh so. Hamilton aged well, so that's good for Bohr.
2: Yes, he has a great role <laughs> model.
0: All right. Let's let's go into the pitching because the rest of all the pitchers were good. I'm going to let you guys talk about that. Whoever's got that up.
1: So let's talk Who's about ready? my guy. Let's talk about my right, guy.
0: First of all, the bull, the
1: bullpen yeah, didn't screw give them up a Screw them! Run I don't list. want to talk about that. I'm talk about Matt Harvey. <laughs> Matt Harvey is the man. I so called that, and I hated his signing too. Right. And next next week
3: you're gonna say Matt Harvey is the worst. Absolutely, player I, I ever can't saw. believe we
1: paid him eleven yes. million dollars. No, he's awesome. <laughs> I love him. I am so happy we got him. His velocity's up. He looked he looked hot up there, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm I'm not gonna lie, okay. I mean, I wouldn't go by for many people, but Matt Harvey, he was awesome. I loved him. All right. Cool.
0: There it is for those for those of you who, who say Rick is never positive. <laughs> he likes one guy.
1: I was supposed to get him on opening day.
0: Oh, that's right. That's true. <laughs> mm. Then you had that infamous opening day post game write up.
1: That's just because I was stuck with Cahill and I was in a bad mood. Who? <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: fair. How about any other starter skags? Would you guys think of him today? Was that today? Though? He was
1: okay.
3: That was today. He was okay. <laughs> um, oh, I'll pass. He was fine. He was your typical skags, I think. Um, he got outs, but he was pretty inefficient. Um, but his pitches had some decent action to it. Eventually, he lost command, and then was pulled. And that's your typical skags. That's fair. I didn't
0: see the game.
1: I am pretty happy no, with it, I though, either. because, I mean, typical Skaggs last year was a pretty <laughs> awesome starter. And <laughs> he looked, like I said in the postgame, he looked like a far cry from what we saw in the second half of last season when he injured his back. I think he looked much better again. Um, and his looked like his break was working pretty well, too. So I was pretty <laughs> happy about him. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's great. All right, what about the bullpen? Mad props. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> bullpen was really really good so far um not sure if it's built to last especially when you get starters going mm-hmm. short games um that's my one worry but i think the bullpen sort of shown us that it can be just fine um obviously we need more time to see that but i think we're i think i have more optimism than i did at the start of the season well
1: um on the bullpen i gotta say though i mean I'm, I'm happy with the with the bullpen's progress so far however um a lot of them have been kind of shaky they've kind of been a little lucky at times like especially luis garcia today i thought there was no chance in heck he was gonna get out of that and he did but um i mean hansel robles he had a shaky inning there were a couple others too and buttry i mean like like somebody said today he uh allowed the inherited runner to score which I can't really fault him for. I mean, there was a guy on second, but um, I mean, I just think that uh, we got to be a little reserved on our praise for them. But so far, what we've seen has been way more impressive than I was expecting. I was thinking we're going to have a uh, octet of four plus ERA relievers. So, yeah, that's kind of
3: what I came in expecting as well. So cautiously optimistic, but at the same time, you know, they're, not exactly lights out so <laughs> we'll see
0: yeah
3: yeah I'm but gonna he, go
0: ahead and say I'm not optimistic I think it was a little bit of a fluke in just four games but...
3: I think we do have some nice oh, also that's not that's not here yet you still have um, Keenan Middleton's coming back you still have Jake Jewell that's not on the roster Jeremy Rhodes and some other guys as well yeah Middleton coming back yeah that's big.
2: yeah but also the the one Cody Allen appearance was very shaky. We were up four runs, and he still couldn't find the strike zone, and that that's not good for our hearts and also the Angels in a close game. If he's gonna, if we're gonna be up one or tied, and he's just gonna walk two batters before finding the strike
1: zone. I was definitely thinking that uh, Cody Allen is someone we need to see a little yeah. bit more of before we make a firm decision on him because he um his velocity is down quite a bit again, and I think that he heavily relies on that to get by. And so we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to see how he holds up over time. But I mean, I think that he has the location um, normally to do it. Um, But I think that he's focusing a little too much on being too fine because of the loss of velocity, a lot like Justin Verlander did when he first started to age. I mean, he's always aged, of course, but you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. But unlike, yeah. Unlike, for example, uh, Matt Harvey, Harvey, so unlike him, uh, even with the loss of his velocity over time, he's actually still able to locate really well, which is what really impressed me about him in spring training. Why I'm so excited about him. So keep an eye out for that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly will. All right. Anything else we need to
0: cover from the last week, four days before we talk about the next? Cam
3: Bedrosian had a scoreless appearance.
0: It's on the stat sheet. I don't believe
1: it. (laughs) Didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> fine yeah he did however no hits no walks no rocks. there was
1: no promise in it either <laughs> <laughs> no promise <laughs> i didn't see anything i liked in it what is what that mean? supposed to mean like it still didn't <laughs> look good it just looked like he was getting lucky i don't know it's one inning
0: all right yeah we'll see how he does this week all right uh, so the angels are playing the mariners for two games before coming back home monday the pitching matchup is trust.
2: Felix. So Hopefully. I think the real
1: question here is: gonna be a fun ride What up. is? What are any of us expecting from Chris Stratton? I think the answer would <laughs> probably got, be that we have mean. absolutely no idea what to expect. I think,
2: I think people are going to
1: claim credit if he blows
2: up and claim credit if he pitches a perfect game. I think people will say, "I knew it all along," regardless of what happens. Oh, that's so! I'm excited to be. I'm excited to be one of those people. So get ready for my hot takes. Yeah, that's an
1: absolute given. I mean, Chris Stratton, I mean, I knew all along that he was either going to be absolutely amazing or terrible. Um, Come on. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) um, I I think Jeff Joyner said the other day that he saw some Giants fans' takes where they were claiming that they think he might be on the verge of a breakthrough this season. And um, I was going to actually check out on check out his spring starts in on MLB.tv uh, earlier today, but then I got a little caught up at work. So I think that Chris Stratton is either going to, I think Chris Stratton is either going to be good or he is going to quickly find himself relieved by Jaime Berea. That's what I really think.
0: Yeah. I, my take on it is um, I don't understand um, sending down Berea for Stratton. Cause I don't think, stratton's gonna perform that well so i'm gonna say that right now if he does then i'll say i was wrong but i'm not expecting um a whole lot out of yeah, I mean, you have I... to
1: remember though that spin rate i mean spin rate along with velocity that's <laughs> one of the biggest <laughs> indicators of success jessica
0: <laughs> sorry guys i was coughing <laughs> <laughs> I, really i just don't see anything that's super impressive about stratton Um, that's just an odd move. You're going to pick up a guy that can't even stick on the
1: Giants. I I don't know. He stuck on the Giants. It's just because the Giants suck. Until he wasn't.
2: (laughs) But, yeah, I think um, even if he does do poorly, we'll always have a chance against Felix Hernandez, who hasn't won a game (laughs) since, I don't think, the all-star break of last year and who Trout always tees off on. So it should be pretty fun for us. Hopefully we win it like eight seven.
1: And the Mariners' okay. bullpen is absolutely abysmal.
2: Ooh. Yeah, maybe maybe we should let them have the maybe we should let them have the lead
1: going into the ninth is the key. We can give them an eleven run lead and then take it back from them.
2: Yes.
0: I don't know. I've got my uh, the series preview going out tomorrow morning, and I would I would say it might might be a higher scoring game with those two pitchers do
1: we even know who's closing for the mariners now that strickland's out uh when he's out through the first three games
3: <laughs> there were four mariners relievers with negative f4 that's crazy to me f4 f4 <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like, the <laughs> they just come out with another that's, new stat that's called a projection jessica okay <laughs>
3: Mariners pitching through the first three games has zero war, F war, um, but their batting has two point four Fangraphs war. Oh look, they That's won crazy. today again.
1: Well yeah, because they're doing the method that I mentioned where you know they have horrible pitching, but their offense is insane.
2: Yeah, but that just make the games long. Let's see. Long how and game fun. Goes. Three hours and three hours and thirty-nine minutes, I mean That's an hour longer than our game was today.
1: Yeah, but when we have a mediocre team and not a terrible one, we're still going like four hours every single day. Mm. I mean, between Tyler Skaggs and Andrew Heaney, they they always take forever. Yeah, the one thing I really like about Cahill and
2: Harvey is that they work really quickly. And that, that you know who else works quickly? And that's why
1: I'm glad that Shoemaker is gone. I I was was just about to say that. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, too soon. So, yeah. on-
0: so the Mariners are a little scary. Their offense—they granted they've played six games, but they have fifteen home runs.
1: Well, you know, I took a lot of heat when I said that they were probably underrated as an offense. But I mean, their war, after all, is going to look bad. So that's not going to help their runs at all.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, but they're scoring an average nine runs a game. So that this could be an interesting two games. I series. think uh,
2: Tuesday is an auto loss because they're starting. A yeah, lefty. Marco Gonzalez is so going to kill us. I- we're dead. I think it's just it's gonna yeah. time to just give up on that game right now. It's a split at best. Um. Yes, it's probably a split if we can beat up
0: on uh Felix. Yeah. All right,
2: and the Rangers. They also won their series.
0: Rangers for the home opener. Yeah, they well, beat they the Cubs. It.
2: They beat. I think the Cubs uh steamer predictions were right or whatever. That what was, was the right.
0: steamer prediction on them?
2: Whoever said they were gonna have eighty-two wins, I forgot who that was. Might be the who Cubs
0: <laughs> Oh. I don't know the Cubs that I that might have fired them up. They have the best average in baseball. Yeah, the right best
1: average and the it. worst
2: team <laughs>
1: they face.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> they're hitting though. They're hitting. Uh, the Rangers are actually number four.
1: Yeah, every single one of the games went in to like of, seven or eight uh, runs. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, just like the rain, just like the Mariners.
0: So what I'm really hearing is that this is
3: a perfect regressive opportunity for the Angels to come in and play these teams, and for the Mariners and the Rangers to to regress to the norm. And be even worse than they usually are. It's what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, because yeah, our I pitching staff fair. is going to come in there and just wreck them. You know, I mean, they don't stand a chance against the likes of what we are throwing out there. <laughs> Chris, Str- Chris
2: Stratton. <laughs> okay, okay. How? About- fun, fun fact of the day: <laughs> Jeff Mathis's OPS would be what rank on the Angels right now? Two. Second. Oh, you guys overshot it. He'd be third behind Trout and Calhoun. He has a a 9.53 OPS, and I'm excited to see
1: him, to see what he can do. That's only because because Trout cheated and walked in his last plate appearance.
3: I saw a tweet that Jeff Mathis (laughs) hit a home run off uh, um, Tyler Chatwood today. No, it wasn't Tyler Chatwood. It was someone else.
1: It was a former Angel. There's a lot of those.
0: Uh, Yeah. One of those guys.
1: Was it Mike would Neff- you guys
0: trade uh, LaCroix for Mathis straight up right what? now? Who would do that?
1: Trade for what? LaCroix yep. for
0: Mathis straight up. Would you do that? Rick, Rick
2: would, yeah.
1: I don't know. That's a tough question. I'll do it. Hang on. The fact that come it's come tough, back to me. I'll give you an answer in just a second. I think that's worthy
2: of a post. <laughs> would you rather have Jeff Mathis or Jonathan LaCroix? Okay. Okay. Absolutely. I made my decision. i Mathis.
1: I made my decision. I would pick Mathis. Wow. Okay, but, but he would be, he'd be our DH. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? <laughs> wow. All right. Did anybody go
0: into any of the games, the opening Yeah, days? I'm going Thursday. Woo! So, nice. that'll
3: be fun. Harvey? Yes. Maybe they might just, yes. uh, they might just lose so that, to ruin your perfect record, Jeffrey.
2: That's terrible. I am undefeated when I attend a baseball game, an Angels game in person.
1: Which is great. Hey, one really cool thing about the way that the week's set up now is that Chris Stratton's getting two starts.
0: That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> no. No. That's that's cool. Oh, he is. He starts. In... This is fine. He's going to start yeah. on Sunday.
2: I think, I think Berea will get the Sunday start because Stratton will probably get demolished when he gets dropped. We'll see. We don't know.
0: That would be... wonderful i mean unless you know stratton comes out and surprises us all and what do you guys think of doug white so far
3: i know it's hard to tell obviously but you know in the early returns, i
1: loved his i loved his in-game interview that he had the other day um where he talked about his thought processes and everything uh i'm not sure about how it's going to translate with our team because we don't have the likes of garrett cole and justin verlander but i mean i did like what he had to say and everything so we'll see
3: yeah that's kind of where i am too all right.
1: Matt Harvey, though, oh. <laughs> Matt Harvey, <laughs> no, uh, Matt Harvey, though, um, just like Garrett Cole had the stuff. And so maybe Doug white can do things with guys who have the stuff more so than guys that he's trying to like turn something into, no- into some, uh, turning nothing into something. Mm. Does that make sense? Like Nagy was really good about turning nothing into something. Right. He also killed their arms in the process, but
3: he also turned something into nothing as well. <laughs> yeah. I think
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, he ripped out their ligaments and sacrificed them to the gods in order to get them good. But um, no, <laughs> Doug White. I think that when they have the stuff, I think he's going to be able to make them something again. So maybe Cody Allen has a chance. I don't know, but he's lost his velocity. All right. Yeah, we're going to see. What do you What
0: do you guys think? Uh, predictions for this week,
1: the six games. I think
2: uh, we win four, lose two, split three and three. Get back to five hundred.
3: I'll go. I'm on the fence, but. I'll say four and
0: two.
1: I'm gonna go a split as well. I Thank think we're you. gonna get swept by the Mariners. <laughs> I think we're gonna take three of four from the Rangers. Well, <laughs> wow! I'm
0: not convinced we can even take three of four from the Rangers. With this okay, fine. Right okay, now. fine.
1: A split and a split. I'll take that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's it's gonna be interesting because the schedule doesn't get any easier after that because then we have the Brewers, the Cubs, Oof. Yankees, the Blue Jays. Hey,
1: up. towards the end. Hey, I just realized. I just realized that Doug White is the guy, obviously, who made spin rate a focus of the Astros. And we have Chris Stratton now, so maybe it was the spin rate, and he was and he was the one who told Epler to go get him. Wasn't that the whole point of of getting Stratton in the first place? Yeah, I know that's the whole point of the spin rate, but I'm saying maybe Doug White's the one who influenced him. Because we, we were all scratching our heads wondering why. Uh, maybe. But since he's a high spin rate guy, one of the highest... Maybe Doug White is the one who was like, "Hey, we need to get this guy." Possible,
0: yeah. We'll find out. Let's talk a couple injuries that we had. Heaney? he's dead. I, I think I know the answer, but uh, <laughs> do any of you think he's, he's coming back this year?
3: I'm gonna take a rain check on that answer.
2: Uh, he is. I think dead. I'll be. I will pretend not to pay attention so I can be surprised when it's It's accident like accident that uh, it. shocked Pikachu GIF. It's that. That's exactly it's what it is. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on our next podcast we'll talk about gif versus Jeff. <laughs>
1: um i think that andrew heaney is dead
0: Period. i'm not optimistic so do you think we need to go out and get another pitcher Are we just gonna ride We need another we pitcher that's I for sure
1: rick i think
2: rick wants to get a catcher <laughs> and then the pitcher the pitching will come i think that
3: we should already be it, having more come. pitchers than we do but i don't think that we're going to get anyone if you yeah we can just I, keep I repeating to ourselves. If you catch
1: it, they will come.
0: <laughs> We're gonna yeah. get some waiver wire pickups, and we'll
3: I mean, have math uh, soon enough.
0: You really hope <laughs> that you can get like uh, Chris
3: Stratton or some someone to turn into like a Julius Chasine or someone. That's probably the best case. Did he say Julius, Julius Chassin? Oh, okay. That was funny. <laughs> that's yeah. that's really yeah.
0: I mean, that's exactly. kind of the strategy, right? Is to get these get these like second, third hand pitchers and hope. Something really good happens with them, which is a really interesting strategy if you're trying to compete.
1: See, personally, I always just go with the philosophy of you just want to get a Stratton on your team. What? <laughs> get a Stratton on your team. And then, okay,
0: let's talk Justin Upton. What do you, you think is going to happen with our outfield?
1: Well, Upton's gone for half the season now, so it's basically pointless. Right. Honestly, he won't be back till after the All Star break. This What's the team point is of over. you waiting on him? <laughs>
0: Do you go out and get anybody else? You just roll you just roll with Goodwin until he's back. No, I think
2: Fletcher should play in the outfield so we can have both Fletcher and Leston. I think the Angels really need to I think Double the Angels power. really need
3: to get someone. Whether that's uh trying out Jared Walsh or, or someone else, they need to trade for someone.
1: No, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight with you and tell you what they need to do is they need to put Otani in the outfield and have him throw with his left hand in order to play.
0: Wait,
1: what? They need to have him as a left-handed outfielder.
3: What if he dives on his right hand? I'm not, I'm not joking. <laughs> he throws left-handed.
1: He's yeah, a switch-hander. He
0: what? Yeah. What if he dives for a
1: ball and lands on his? Just tell him not to dive. Exactly. exactly. So what's
3: the point of having? An we outfielder had Garrett Anderson. We
1: have. Listen, we have the precedent. We had Garrett Anderson. Okay, we have every right to tell him not to dive. We've had success with it before. We won a World Series like that. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, you got me. Let's do it. On that note. (laughs)
0: All right, we covered last week. I think we previewed next week. Uh, You guys want to cover anything else before? Yes.
2: The one thing that I've had the most comments about in the past week has been Fletcher and Cozart switching positions. So, Rick, do you want to get into that?
1: About Fletcher being a third base? Yes. Easily. Easily, Uh the best decision they could possibly make would be taking Cozart away from third base. I don't know what it is about that spot. I don't know why being five feet closer to his right would completely obliterate his chances at grabbing any balls that come his way. He needs to be a middle infielder again with a shorter distance to throw. He should not have missed that throw today. He had plenty of opportunity to make it. Cozart is a second baseman at best these days, he can't even play shortstop. Last year, when he played, to sh- tried to play shortstop, he sucked. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" This is the guy that is like second in defensive run saved over the last like five years. I hate him on the left side of the field. Move that man <laughs> over to second base.
3: <laughs> I think that.
1: Tell us how you. If really I were
3: feel. if I were a doctor, I think that I would recommend LASIK to Zach Kozart. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it because but he'll be way well. too many tears. Oh, and on that note. <laughs>
0: All right. I got. I have, I have one more thing I want to ask before we wrap up too. Uh, Otani. May 20th. When do you think he's coming back to the lineup?
2: Are we playing on May 20th? Let me see. Yeah, I'm we on are. May, it's a Monday. I say May 24th. May
1: 24th. <laughs> and here's the reason why. Because May 24th is both my birthday and my sister's graduation. Okay. Happy birthday. Which means I will not be watching the game. So that will be his first game back. I am certain of it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Wow. That's early.
0: I'm going with April 30th.
3: Oh, you think he'll uh, You think he'll come back on his own giveaway? He's
0: already hitting. He's, oh, already, light. No, no He's already taking light batting practice.
3: Otani, rookie of the year sweatshirt.
0: Well, it's coincidental because it's a home stand. On the 30th. I don't think he's going to come back in Kansas City because they're out of town. And I think the Yankee series might be a little too early. So, yeah, I'm going with the 30th.
3: I'm going to say May 17th against the Royals at home.
0: You guys are negative. Wow.
3: (laughs) I still think he hasn't faced live batting practice. That's going to take a lot of time.
0: No, they said he is now. Oh, is he? Yeah.
3: I'll still stick with it.
0: He's taking batting practice. He just hasn't faced, like. You know, he hasn't done any sim games or any of that kind of stuff yet. Uh, We'll see. So I think he just needs a couple of weeks of that. I don't know. I'm thinking a couple of weeks of batting practice, a couple of weeks of live pitching, and then he's good to go.
1: Okay. So there were a couple of questions that I wanted to ask you guys. Okay. So first of all, first of all, about that poll that I set up yesterday or earlier this morning, I guess. Okay. What are your guys' opinions on it? Like if you, if you had the ability to determine whether or not, like I don't want to hear that that crap about like oh it was his decision okay I don't care about that I'm asking an actual question like <laughs> so if you had the ability to influence his mind and have him either have the have have the Tommy John surgery earlier so he'd be already ready or play the whole season against rookie of the year and laugh up all those Yankee fan tears which one would you rather do in right the hype based on what you know right this second
2: uh, in the hypothetical situation that I knew how good of a hitter he was and in the hypothetical situation that him having Tommy John surgery as soon as he was recommended for it meant that he would be ready for the beginning of this year, which was not a guarantee, mind you. Remember, there were a lot of debate, there was a lot of debate about if he was shut down right now, would he even be ready for the twenty nineteen season and the, like there was no consensus on whether it was yes or no. If you knew he would be ready for the start of this season, I would say do that. But there was no guarantee, and we don't live in a vacuum, so I'm fine with his decision.
0: I was going to say something similar. I don't think we knew he was going to be able to come back hitting if he had the surgery earlier. So I probably would have gone that same route and had him continue to hit and have surgery when the season's over.
1: Because here's the thing. He was he was told in in late July, right? So he did play for two more months. Well, not really, because he because he had to get, marks, a, if had he had to get that a second mid So mid-mark. even if
2: he didn't hit, he wouldn't have probably been, had the surgery yet because he would have been having a second opinion.
3: Second opinion just means you get an opinion yeah, but, of a different the, doctor. The, the, that's not going to take a long time. That's maybe <laughs> it, like a week. It's it a long time no, because for the wanted, Angels, he wanted, though. He for wanted to go to Japan and it's <laughs> taking like... until September. <laughs> well, that's because he knew that yeah, he wanted he waited, to back, right?
0: But I, I think it's good that he hit cuz it was his first season in the majors That's a reason. uh seeing that pitching. I I think that was important as well.
3: Yeah. I think it's I think it was good for him to get more at bats in the long run. But I think um I think to win this season, I would definitely um have wanted him to get the surgery mid
1: last season. So my opinion was um very similar to your guys's Um, I probably would have actually gone ahead and let him finish out the whole season just because, in my opinion, and I've said this before about Trout too, the history and the fun that we had is way more important than trying to contend for maybe a postseason berth this year. I don't think we're going to make a postseason even if we had Otani and Upton the whole year long. I don't believe it. We don't have the pitching for it. Our offense is god-awful. And even though I said in the comment earlier or yesterday, whatever it was, that um, that if we did have him, maybe we still had a shot at winning both those games. I mean, I don't believe that, okay? I was just saying that, like, there technically is a chance.
3: <laughs> oh, well, Rick, I have to say this. I was under. I, I was answering this question, assuming that the Angels would, um, you know, actually try in the offseason.
0: Are you saying they didn't try?
3: <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I yeah, I'm not.
3: I'm saying exactly
0: all. that,
1: and I think we can all. Tell. I think that the <laughs> angels definitely put forth an effort to make us all uh, a little bit less happy with the front office. <laughs>
0: That's a g- one way to yeah. phrase it.
2: <laughs> Should have traded for Matt Carpenter.
1: Yeah. Should have traded yeah. for Jerry Depoto. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ouch. All right. Did you have another <laughs> question, Rick?
1: <laughs> oh. I did, but we'll say that for next time. Yeah?
0: Okay. Anybody else have anything? All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. That's it for our podcast this week.
1: Bye. Bye. See ya.